Hey, all you intrepid architects out there. If you believe design can change the world, then you've found your humans here on this show, Architecting. My name is Angela Mazzi, and I'm an architect and career coach who's figured out how to live my passion while claiming a successful architecture career and lifestyle. This show is about the architect as a person and will help you bypass the status quo traps in our profession while teaching you how to make an impact in your career. We need to stand in our power as architects and use our skills to make great places. If you're with me, let's get architecting. Hello there, everyone. It is great to be with you today, um, back from vacation, and as much fun as we had. It feels good to be home and settle in, right? You know, who, who can identify with that? As much fun as you have on vacation, you kind of have this sense of, ah, when you get back home and get to sleep in your own bed again and take a shower in your own bathroom and have all your full-size toiletries, right, (laughs) with you instead of just all the travel stuff. I find the hardest thing about traveling is I have to make decisions about what I might want to wear, and I'm a very much in-the-moment kind of gal, and I kind of hate the fact that then I'm stuck with whatever I packed instead of having everything available to me. But I guess those are the first world problems, the things we have to endure when we have to travel. And it's a good thing. But today, I am really excited to continue exploring this idea of time. And as you know, these are all uh, sections connected to my upcoming book called Time Builder. And the reason that I wrote the book is because as a coach, as a practicing architect, time seems to be the one resource that is the most elusive. And the thing that people seem to struggle with the most, how do I organize my time? How do I balance my time? How do I have enough time? How do I get the rest I need, the replenishment I need? And what ends up happening is we make everyone else but ourselves the priority. So we run ourselves ragged and we don't take time for self-care. We talked about that in the last episode. What I want to talk about in this episode is the way we get trapped in anxiety. Now, I'm not talking about clinical anxiety here. I'm talking about the everyday kind of anxiety that comes with stress that, in fact, is kind of like the gasoline for the fire of stress. It just keeps it burning, keeps it going, and never lets us recover. Anxiety really happens when you get stuck running a whole bunch of if-then scenarios. Um, You might have heard of analysis paralysis, right? When there's so many options, you just shut down and feel like you can't choose. Well, very similar to when you go to the grocery store and you think, I'm going to buy more toothpaste because we're out. And then there are too many choices and you feel like you just spent 20 minutes in that aisle and you don't even feel good about the ultimate 
toothpaste that you selected because your brain keeps going, well, wouldn't the whitening one have been better? Or maybe you should have gotten the one that will help prevent gum disease. And you, you just can't seem to let go and be comfortable with the choice you made. Well, that happens to us all the time in much less obvious and direct ways as we live our life. Because every moment of every day, we have choices. And our choices are infinite. There's a million things we could choose to do. So how do we make the priorities? And even when you make the priorities, there's so many ways you could tackle achieving them. So which one do you choose? What happens is that anxiety robs you of being in coherence. And what is coherence? Coherence is when you are in that flow state where it almost seems like space and time don't exist and you are just buzzing and humming and getting it done and everything just seems to come so easily and you're not second guessing yourself and you feel in this state of joy as you work, as you create because you know that it feels good, it feels right. And we've all had those moments. We've all been there. But it can become harder and harder to access that flow state as our lives become busier because we start to have families, have to take care of elderly parents, or we get promoted at work and we have more responsibilities. We have more issues to deal with. And it just starts to feel harder and harder to access that state of flow. But when you worry, what you're really doing is focusing on the negative possibilities, not on the present moment. And the reason that it feels so good to be in flow state is because the present moment has infinite possibilities in it. It's not about the past and what didn't work. It's not about the future and what might happen. It's just about what's possible. And you shut that access to the present moment and that flow state that's available and the infinite possibilities, not in a state of I have to choose, but that I have to feel my way through them. And it's all intuitive. When you're in anxiety, the possibilities are an irritation because now you have to run a scenario for each of them and imagine how they'll play out instead of just feeling your way through them. It becomes a vicious cycle because The more you worry, the more stressed out you get. And the more stressed out you get, the more you shut down your availability to that flow state, to that problem-solving part of your brain. So then you just have more anxiety. But what would happen if instead of getting caught in the if-then scenario loop, 
or shooting down everything because you're focused on the past and going, well, that never works. That can't work. He or she won't like that. What if instead you just started taking action? That is the key to the flow state is being in action and not caring what someone else would think or what will happen at the end. Just taking action. And when you do that, the problem can't be nebulous and abstract any longer. Because as you take action, what you're doing begins to take shape. Your anxiety will go down because it goes from being unwieldy to manageable. You don't have to worry about what could happen because you're focused in what you are doing. And I hope you see the difference there, that taking that inspired action doesn't matter if ultimately what you start doing is where you end up, but simply by doing, by being in the present moment, by not judging it or overthinking it, you begin to get more clarity and you begin to understand the constraints. You begin to truly understand the problem and the different solution strategies that could apply. And that clarity helps push away your worry. That clarity only comes when you are doing things you care about doing. So when you get into that flow state, rather than your brain leading, that great supercomputer that just processes data like we tell it to, runs subconscious iterative loops just like it's supposed to, but doesn't know how to take us forward. Our heart does that. And our heart takes the lead when we take action, when we get into flow state, when we do what we care about doing instead of what we think we should be doing. To me, that is the key to everything that the architecting community is about, is helping one another, giving ourselves permission to follow our hearts and not to say that will never work, not to say how can that work, but to say it's what I want to work and I will figure it out. It will happen. The path will be revealed as I begin to walk along it. I can't see where the path goes through the forest if I'm standing in the meadow afraid to start down the path, right? I I think this is a really, really important thing because we let our limitations of what we know from the past and our fears about what could happen in the future really, really keep us from taking action in the present, which is the only thing we really have. The past is gone and the future isn't here. We have the present and this is where we have to take action. This is where we have to move our dreams forward. And it can't be about 
worrying about what will or won't work and fear of failure. Failure is the portal to wisdom. And we fail in little ways all the time and we course correct. We fail and we course correct. We follow our heart. Things play out and we course correct. So there is no fear. And when you feel overwhelmed and you start to say, I don't know, shift that thought. Shift that thought from I don't know to I'm curious about. And it feels like semantics, I know. But when you say I don't know, you open the door to anxiety and you shut off thinking about how you could do it and taking action. And so then I don't know becomes the source of anxiety because I don't know, but I have to know, but I don't know, but I have to know, right? I mean, we've all been there versus I don't know, but I'm curious about these things. How could I explore those? And you kind of start to enclose that problem and work around its edges and ask questions. And when you ask questions, you kind of get more into a scientist's mind. When, when you're doing experiments, it would be really shocking if the first thing you did was the answer. Scientists essentially fail all day, but because they have set up a mindset of, I'm curious about this one little aspect of this problem, They've created an experiment that has variables in it, right? So when it fails, it isn't that the whole idea, the whole line of questioning is wrong. It's that something in one of those variables needs to be tweaked. Imagine if you could approach your work that way. Instead of saying, I don't know, but I have to know. I don't know, but I'm curious about what would happen if we made the user experience in this space about being able to control how much you socialize with one another. Well, now you know what to look at. You know what to study. You know what to go out in the field and observe. You know how to create design moments around that. So you can begin to say, these are the variables we want to play with. This is the way we want to test it and work through that. You can show it to your client that way. You can help them think about where their priorities are, what the people who will use the space are going to need and begin to really develop it versus saying, I don't know how to tackle this large lobby or atrium or gathering space. I just don't even know what to do. I hope that this helped you to start to see how taking action can help you access your flow state, can let you get to the place where your heart is leading the way, where your unique gifts and abilities are being brought to bear on the problem where you are a curious learner experimenting and who is tweaking the variables, not abandoning the experiment when he meets with failure. I really want to be a resource for you and help you with 
the issues you're dealing with in your career, the ways that you've shut yourself down from reaching your full potential, the ways you've kind of anesthetized yourself to your dreams and resigned yourself to the idea of this is the way it is. I show up at work every day. I deal with blah, blah, blah. So please feel free to send me a note on Instagram or an email, Angela at architectingpodcast.com. Would love to hear about you. I would love to understand the situations that you're dealing with and answer your questions. And most of all, I want to be a resource for you. I know that as an architect, you are incredibly, incredibly resourceful. But the problem is, you can't figure out how to take your next step when all you know is what you know. Because your analytical mind that you're trying to use to solve the problem is just a record of the past. It's your life, your experiences, what you know. And what you know is limited. What anybody knows is limited. So I really want to encourage you to participate in our community. Go ahead and leave comments. Join our Facebook group. It is a closed group, so no one else in our Architecting Podcast Facebook group, except the other people in the group, can see what you are posting. So it is a great way to share your deepest thoughts, your deepest concerns, and interact with one another. I also monitor that group really closely, and I'm happy to answer questions. I'll be putting prompts in there. Um, Also, if you feel like you're you're really taking advantage of every resource you have and you still feel stuck, I would really encourage you to get private coaching. I get private coaching. I am almost always working with a coach. And that is because none of us has the perspective beyond what we know. And just having another person say, Have you thought about it this way? Or have you tried this? It's like the heavens open and the sun shines through the clouds. Coaching is such a valuable tool. And I offer coaching at three tiers. I have a lightning session that is just a half hour about getting clear on what you want to do to change the game in the next 90 days. I have a 90-minute session that is about transformation, that is about making a plan for yourself, not just setting goals, which is what the lightning session is all about. And then finally, I have a 90-day, and that is where you get to work one-on-one with me in multiple sessions that are each an hour long where you get homework to do and then we reconnect and we talk about where you've had breakthroughs, where you've encountered obstacles, and you really can start to see what's going on. And 90 days is the amount of time it takes to change a habit, to change a mindset. So The 90-day program is really about pushing past your limiting beliefs 
on making real and lasting change. So you can take a look at those there at architectingpodcast.com under programs. You can learn more about them and I would love to work with you if you feel a connection there. You see how I work by listening to this podcast. So if this resonates with you, if you think that you like the way that I coach, the way that I lead you through a problem and you'd like to have that focus directly and in a personalized way on you, take a look at that. I would love to be a resource for you in any way that I can. Well, take care for now, everyone. Have a great day and stay inspired. Thanks for being part of this episode of Architecting. If you enjoyed the show, join our community on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn to keep up with what's in the show pipeline, including a behind-the-scenes look at my architecture lifestyle. Feel free to share your content ideas. Love to hear your feedback. You can also visit architectingpodcast.com to download free career content and learn about my classes, book, and coaching programs. Until next time, stay inspired.